0: You are listening to the wool academy podcast this is episode number 32 hello and welcome my name is elizabeth van delden and once a week we talk to an industry expert from the wool industry supply chain from farm to fashion and beyond delivering strategies and insights to be successful in wool and showcasing those beautiful stories wool has to tell my guest on the show today is Jonas Sanders. Jonas is the owner and founder of Wollmeister Berlin, a brick-and-mortar shop located in Berlin selling only wool apparel. Welcome, Jonas. It's good to have you on the show today. How are you?
1: Thank you. Thank you for the environment.
0: Yeah, it's so great. It took us some time to get uh, to find the time today because you're always in your shop. And just tell us a little bit more about Wollmeister Berlin.
1: Yeah, the, the Wollmeister Berlin is a small 45 square meter shop in the really hip, hip area in Prenzlauer Berg in Berlin um, where I sell only um, clothing made of merino wool um, from like 12 different brands from all over the world and they're mostly made in Europe.
0: Tell me a little bit about the collections and the brands that you have at your shop.
1: Yeah, the Wollmeister Berlin... Um, um, it's actually a small, um, fashion brand shop, um, like with, um, Formal Friday, it's from Finland. Um, they have a really small collection, but every piece is really nice, functional because of the Merino and, um, fitted really nice, more like a fashion shirt or a fashion product. And, um, Right now, I get got a new brand, Function and Schnitt, from Cologne. And um, they also producing in Europe. And they also have a really small range of clothes. And um, yeah, there, there are many more small brands like this in my shop. Because I'm the only one in, in Berlin having them and selling them, the people really like them and want to buy more from them because, yeah, they're nice.
0: So it's more, yeah, so I think what I hear you're saying is it, you are more about uh, wool fashion as and not so much, I mean, you also have functional clothes, but you, you really focus on stylish um, apparel made out of merino wool.
1: Yeah, the idea is that you can wear a really nice fashion shirt, also, in every kind of sport, mm-hmm. you can go running with them and um go in a cafe after that and look nice and with the all normal sports styled like shirts, you really look like you're doing sports and um yeah i I think the people don't want um look like um doing sports um they want to look like really nice stylish, and yeah. um and stylish mm-hmm. but with the nice function of merino every kind of product in my shop you can do and anything with this yeah
0: okay i like that so yeah that's that's i think um good and i think that's also important in the future that we create clothes that have multifunctions and not just yeah one purpose and so that we can use them in, in very many different types and then maybe don't need that as many clothes because the clothes we have are multifunctional yeah.
1: and of course there there are, there's underwear and shirts and long sleeves and for the winter long trousers for underneath and but there are also suits and and skirts and nice pullovers. And we also do knitting workshops in, in the shop. We teach the men and women in Berlin how to knit Iceland wool hoodies.
0: Okay. And
1: I mean, Iceland wool is not that soft than merino wool, but it is a bit water repellent and also keeps you a bit cool in the summer and um, looks nice, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think you have quite um, nice pictures of yourself um, wearing these Icelandic um, sweaters um, in your shop so everybody can check them out. They look really nice. And tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you came up with your idea for Wollmeister Berlin.
1: My professional education... I did in a big multi-brand store in Osnabrück, and with the profession of of sports brand and functionality. And um, after that, I I I did a um, um, small studying in Naumburg. It's a small university near to Stuttgart, where I did my um, Sportfachwirt. And after that, I. I' um, worked in small mono brand stores like the North Face, and every kind of st- board I do I remember, and um I had all the time clothing made of merino wool because of the really nice function. It cools in the summertime, warms you in the wintertime, don't take your smell and feels you really comfortable in any you you would like to do with this and I went to New Zealand with my girlfriend and I saw the people in New Zealand all wearing merino wool like the whole year and it really works that you don't sweat in the summer and that you really feel comfortable with this and so I I thought okay let's let's do a merino shop in, in Germany and maybe move to Berlin and do it there, because there are more people maybe interested in that, and then I um saw there's no shop like this right now. I need really to do this i'm I'm probably the only one, and they're probably That's yeah a
0: good g- opportunity, yeah,
1: yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good opportunity to do this, yeah. yeah,
0: okay, great, well, yeah, I think so you were convicted or convinced um, by marina wool and now you're helping others to find the pleasure in wool as well i like that story a lot and yeah you decided to do a retail shop uh, in berlin and not an online store what was the reason to go really into a brick and mortar store and not open an online shop
1: I really like to talk to people and get in touch with them and and um talk about everything and i am not the computer man and pro- programming, um an online shop I really want to to be in the shop in a nice area, talk to the people, show them the stuff and I think with Merino wool is another big thing you have to feel it, you have to to try it. yeah, of course you could also or, um, order them in the internet and try it at home, but I think it's better you try it you 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 feel it in the shop and I come from working in the shop, and um, there are so many big player like amazon and and some other like Zalando in in Germany I cannot work with so i i need to do my own shop and the people need to yeah they need to feel it
0: so it's all about having a great experience as well and yeah touching and feeling and i guess talking to you and finding out more about the product and you do have a very nice store i i visited you last december and i think it's really comfortable to be there and and very inviting and you mentioned in your um, introduction that you you said you you thought it would be best to move to Berlin and open the shop there and so with your background in retail is that does the city of Berlin play an important role and would it not also work in another city in Germany?
1: Yeah I came from Osnabrück Um, I lived there like the last 10 years and it was really nice there, but this typical kind of shop only selling merino wool would not work there. The people are they're in sport sports interested, but more in in functional materials like um, polyester, polyamide, and stuff. And I think to create a really merino shop, you need. A big city, They may maybe international people from all over the world, um, maybe some people they know it already from doing all kinds of outdooring um, sports or just um, because they're they, um, interested in, in fabrics. And this kind of shop would also work in, in Munich, I think, or in Hamburg or Freiburg. But our dream was to go to Berlin for a long time um, because some of our family lives here and,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I used to study in Berlin and I, I agree you are in a real hot spot in Prenzlauer Berg and I think you will find yeah more easily the right customer. Um, so you mentioned... A f- that you have a lot of tourists who are your customers why is that the case and <laughs> how does it connect with Wollmeister
1: the the Wollmeister is in this area Prenzlauer Berg and Prenzlauer Berg um, is really near to the Mo- Wall memorial and also near to the center of the city Brandenburger Tor and all that stuff and um, so there are many people like yeah from all over the world they go to Berlin to learn more about the history of Berlin or Germany. And there are many also young people be going to, to Berlin because of the really great parties and all that stuff. And yeah, maybe Berlin is the best city in Berlin for, for, for my project with the Wohlmeister because I have so much different People from all over the world visiting Berlin and visiting maybe also the Wollmeister. And um, yeah, I think this is a bit special.
0: Yeah, and you are in an area where you would have a lot of footfall, so many people just strolling and passing by because there are many other really nice shops. And I think there's also a really nice market um, a few times a week and lots of cafes so i think that's important for you to have all these people kind of strolling and have time and then get curious to get into your shop
1: yeah walking around the city and visiting all this many many kinds of small shops um not just like mono branch stores there the the this all the shops around me are small like mine and special like mine, and yeah,
0: that helps a lot. Yeah, great. And but that brings me to my next que- question. What? What? Please describe what is your typical customer in your Wollmeister shop?
1: Most customers I have, they buy the food in organic shops. They go ride uh, around by bike. Of course, they also use the car, and maybe they also buy the food in in normal shops, but um, the people are more interested in where it's from, um, who made it, um, is it maybe made in Europe, is it fair trade? I think my customer is more like um, having a few really nice high-quality pieces, and not a, a huge range of, of clothes. You need to buy like every, every six weeks new stuff because it um, um, will lose the fit or shrink or because look of look bad quality. Bad,
0: yeah. yeah, okay. And do you customers already know about wool or do you need to educate them?
1: Some know everything or some, some know maybe more than me, <laughs> but um, most people actually don't know. Some people even don't know that is maybe wool from cheaps. They have no idea, but most people really are interested and want to know everything and want to feel it and try it and get, get the experience of wool and so there are a few more outdooring shops in Berlin where you can buy any kind of merino wool clothes. But I think this material is really great to have for every day, not only for outdooring sports or just for every day. I also have um, shirts for the office. I, I I can give you everything you want in wool. And I think all the people really like it, and
0: do they? But and do they come? Are they returning customers then as well? Like if they once tried it, that they come back and buy more?
1: Um, yeah, I have different customers. There are some tourists. I have um, one customer is from the Netherlands. He is every six weeks in Berlin, and he is doing some politics in Berlin and. He comes around every six weeks and buying every time new stuff from my shop, and mm-hmm. but there are also some some families around the area. They um, they buy every time a shirt when they come around. They, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. So you are already convincing people one yeah. by one, so to say. And, yeah. and what kind of questions do your customers ask you when they typically don't know much about wool? And then what what did I ask you?
1: A hundred percent wool shirt cost like sixty euros. It is much more than you need to pay for a cotton shirt in a sh- in a different shop and to to understand why it is maybe a bit more expensive, they have many questions. But if I tell them it's made there, the wool comes from there. the cheaps. Um, are outside most of the year, they and I tell them about the function: cools in the summertime, warms in the wintertime, and all that stuff. They get really interested.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's about the story and the origin of the fiber, and I think that's a trend in general. What you mentioned earlier that your customers really want to know where their products come from. So, and yeah, probably most people who live, or many people in Berlin are, are these kind of customers who want to know where they, where things are coming from. And when, so now let's move a little bit on to how you promote your business. Um, you have a website, but I it actually doesn't have that much content on it. And you use Facebook and Instagram a lot. So tell us a little bit about how that is working for you.
1: Instagram is really great for me. Because I, I post a picture once a day, maybe, and get many views and and likes, and even more than on Facebook. Um, Facebook is a bit strange right now. I have many friends on Facebook, but I don't get that much clicks or likes than in Instagram. There's one more coming up program like blogging and. It, but it is really hard to me, for me to get in a blog from from a, a fashion blogger also um but I think this is the next step for me
0: to promote your business yeah i i yeah. that's probably a good yeah a good strategy as well and yeah, I think I find it really interesting that you're using social media to inform your customers about sales and Events you just had your one year anniversary of Wallmeister um, so congratulations on that! And uh, yeah, it's Thank great you. then to see see the pictures and how people came in to the shop to celebrate with you. So I think that's yeah really interesting to see that um, social media can also work very well for for brick and mortar shops like yourself. And uh, you mentioned once that you visited, uh, you mentioned earlier that you visited a sheep farm in New Zealand, and would you say this experience was really the the start to your business idea and is that something you would recommend other people to do the same to experience the fiber and where it comes from?
1: The plan to do my own shop was a bit earlier but what kind of shop the idea was really coming in in New Zealand and from to see the the cheaps and the, New Zealand is like the size of Germany but only few people and many many more cheaps and in really nice landscape and to see where the the wool comes from was really impression for me and the people working with the cheaps and the people creating clothing from them and doing new new kind of of clothes from merino wool like i have a rain a raincoat in merino wool so and i get shoes in merino wool and to see okay there's not only a function brand there are also fashion brands using merino wool i start thinking okay let's do a shop with more fashion merino Things than outdooring clothes um because I think it could be the best for everyone for every day
0: i agree i'm I'm the same like you, I also wear wool every day, and I actually don't like all the functional style. you want normal clothes, no, you don't yeah. want to run around in functional clothes all all day long, but you do if you want to wear wool no and yeah, and I think that is amazing how many new products came out recently. The same, as you mentioned, the shoes and and just really stylish things. So that's great. And do you think that there's a disconnect um, between the products that we wear and the process and the fibers um, that these clothes are made of? And if yes, how can that be changed?
1: Um, Oh, yes. Um, That is a big problem, I think. And um, we all have to change the look um for more good quality and um maybe we have to to look more where is it made and who made it and how much work was it to to made it and yeah i think there's a a big challenge for us to more think about it
0: yeah i agree and i think what you are doing then is um by i guess yeah by in person telling people about wool and, and how, where it was made and how it was made, that's already a great start. And tell me, when you started your um, shop one year ago, what was your biggest challenge at the time?
1: First challenge was to find a place where I can pay the rent. And um, there are so many people in Berlin, they also want to do a shop. Uh, it's like finding a place to live if there's a a shop um, you're not the only one you're not the only one you want to have it there are many more lots of competition Mm -hmm. and Mm then um, the owners don't understand why wool why only wool in the shop and um, yeah this was really hard to find one And, and then yes you saw the the shop all um, the nice things in the shop. We did all everything by ourselves. Um, so it was a, it was a lot to do and thinking about and getting the best software for, 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 the, for the check out and yeah.
0: And was it difficult to find the different brands that you wanted to feature?
1: For this, I had like a year. I looked around, um, visited some some fairs like the ISPO in Munich or um, the Revolver Trade Show in Copenhagen, Fashion um, Berlin. So I, I went some different um, places where I met some different brands. And also in, in, in New Zealand, I made the first contracts. So um, yeah. I, I have only 12 different brands and made so it manage, easier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm the first one in Berlin made a Merino shop. So mm-hmm. if I talk to one person like in Finland, he probably also have a different brand in, and, or an idea for a different brand from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And um, so one comes by one.
0: And, and, and I think you said you have a few brands that you are the only one in Germany who has like exclusive rights to sell them.
1: Yeah, there's um one is Formal Friday from Finland. Mm-hmm. Um they're doing only a few few kinds of shirts and raincoat and a few just they have a really small collection and yeah, I'm the only one in Germany. This is what my my customers really like, that they find some really nice pieces, but they know I'm the only one sending them. So mm-hmm. they're not, they may be also the only one in the street then wearing <laughs> this raincoat.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And what are your future plans um, for the business?
1: Yeah, I think online, an online shop is also really important, um, especially because mostly, most of my um, customers are tourists and to keep in touch with them. It is really important to have an online shop. And yeah, maybe it will come this year. Okay. And of course, I, I, I think a Woolmeister Berlin also would work in Munich or Hamburg or um, Freiburg, where the people are really interested in Merino wool. And maybe a shop will start there some mm-hmm. day.
0: Yeah. yeah expansion okay that sounds really um, challenging and interesting and I, I wish you all the best for that And before we end this interview, how can our listeners find out more about you and your business?
1: Um, yeah on Volmeister dot Berlin is my website and it will be made new in in the next month and of course on Instagram and Facebook, and I am in a few magazines in Berlin and city maps and stuff. <laughs> and um, yeah, maybe at Wohl Academy.
0: <laughs> yes, so we will for sure um, <laughs> link to your website and your social media accounts. And I can just encourage everyone who is visiting Berlin that they stop at Wollmeister Berlin. It's in the really cool area in Prenzlauer which you would be anyways visiting when you visit Berlin. So you might as well stop there as well. Thank you, Yuma, so much for your time today. I wish you lots of success. I think what you're doing is great. And I, yeah, I hope to be visiting you also very soon in Berlin.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, Lisa. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hopefully this interview with Jonas Sanders from Wollmeister Berlin was interesting. If you missed any of the links Jonas mentioned, we have captured them for you in the show notes. Just visit elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 032. Once again, elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 032. Also, let me know if you think a shop like Wollmeister would work where you live. Or maybe you know a similar shop. I would love to hear what you think. Just leave me a comment in the show notes and I will make sure to respond to you as well. I look forward to hearing from you. More good stuff is also happening on social media. I look forward to connecting with you on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Talk to you again next week and bye for now.